today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Scott Thompson Show here on 900 CHML, hour number three. Scott Radley in for Scott Thompson. We are still, you know, we're coming out of this whole COVID thing, and I, and I know there's fatigue about all this, but it, it we can't escape it. Because as we're coming out, and it looks like we're coming back to normal, yesterday we were talking about, oh, there might be a fourth wave. Ugh. And there's variants and the Delta variant and all these things. Now, well, there is confusion about this now, and I'll tell you why. Not confusion about people believing that it still exists or that it's still around, but there's confusion about why this is happening. Why are people who have vaccines getting it? Why is it mutating? Why is it not behaving like, say, SARS back in 2003 that we kind of, we dealt with it and then it was gone? I want to bring in Dr. Omar Khan. He's assistant professor with the Institute of Biomedical Engineering in the Department of Immunology at the University of Toronto, and he is a medical by design investigator. He joins us now. Dr. Khan, thank you for your time today. Good to be here, Scott. So let's start with the Delta variant, because everyone's talking about the Delta variant these days. You know, it's probably, I don't know if the people behind Delta Airlines love this one, but uh, nonetheless, they can deal with their advertising separately. Um, why does a virus mutate? Because it seems like we sort of see what's going on, and then all of a sudden, whoop, it takes a left turn, and now it's something different. Why does that happen? Every time the virus replicates, it tries to make more of itself, the machinery it uses to replicate itself isn't exact. It has the tendency to make a few mistakes here and there, and most of those mistakes it makes leads to a virus that absolutely does not work, so it just fails. Sometimes those random mistakes, called mutations, make something worse, and then they become more difficult to deal with. They become variants of concerns, and that's what's happening with the coronavirus. And it actually happens more often the more people are infected. So when we look at it globally, this is not resolving, and we're actually seeing more cases globally now. That means the virus is replicating more in more people more often, And that just means more opportunities for these random mistakes that can then lead to a worse variant. But don't they, don't they usually, or very commonly become, as you've just said, weaker as they go through changes. We we had an expert on the show some months ago who, who said that, yeah, as they mutate, they should become weaker. Delta sounds like it's a worse situation. Yeah. Remember all of these mutations are random. So the vast majority of these mutations are worse and are worse for the virus in that it doesn't work see, anymore. Yeah. So, but because of the high infection rates, even though the chances of making something that's worse for people is low, the infection rates are just too high so that low chances, but lots of events leads to the occurrence happening. If it can change, though, and if it's doing this because there's so many different people that it's in, and as you just explained, making a vir- uh, making a vaccine to deal with this seems like you're constantly chasing a moving target. And that's exactly what we do with the flu virus. Every year, you have a new seasonal flu vaccine meant to catch the new strain because it has changed so much. And we were actually, let's make this clear, very fortunate that our current vaccines against COVID, which was developed for the Alpha works for Delta. And that's incredible. The only thing we had to change is that you definitely needed two doses to help you with Delta, but it, it it's changing. And, and if it changes too much, say we can't get global cases under control. And if it changes too much, 
we might actually need an updated version of the vaccine. So not even a third dose, just an updated version like we do with the seasonal flu vaccine. And, and that's what manufacturers are working on now. They're working As on in start trips. over again? As in start uh, over with everybody back to the start of the line and let's do this again? Yeah, maybe if, if it doesn't resolve. So, you know, so they're working on both strategies right now just to cover both bases looking at getting authorization for a third dose of the current vaccine or they're also working on making an updated version that's more tailored specifically for things like delta and beta so you know this is a, it's all happening and again you can understand why when you look at it from a global perspective does you know we have a flu season typically in this country which is you know a, a limited window usually in the winter time do you expect that as we go forward, there's going to be a COVID season? I think it's hard to say, to be honest with you. I think COVID has changed the way viruses transmit because we are altering our behavior. We're wearing masks. We're not going out as much. So the seasonal idea isn't really happening. In fact, what we are seeing is as restrictions lift a bit, we do see spike in cases. So it's more and at least now, connected to our behavior. So we'll see towards the future. But, you know, coronaviruses have been around for a long time, all kinds of versions of them. We've just been unfortunate to be hit with this kind of coronavirus, this particular version now. And, and you know, we're going to have to try to get through it. And Do we have flu season because the flu virus, the influenza virus, is stronger in the winter? Or is it because in this country we're all in closer proximity indoors in winter and therefore we're just passing it more. Well, that's hard to say, but we also have to think about where it develops and how it travels out. And then in general, do people have different environments when it's winter? Is it colder? Are you more, you know, inflamed? Do you have another, are you sick with something else? Like there's a, a couple of things that can happen, but we also have to look at how it travels. Right, and then how it travels and it spreads and it gets there. Because the surveillance program that looks for new flu viruses, they're always happening every year, all the time, looking for a new the new thing to try to make sure everyone has the most relevant vaccine. So it's going to be hard. We will have to see. But for now, it, it's hard to say that because we are altering our behavior to try to control this. And so it's, it's a challenge. So are viruses that are spread like this one is, are they, do we know if they're affected by temperature, by environmental conditions, by things like that, or do we not know that yet? Well, there was some talk about it kind of going away in the summer months, and, and we didn't see that. And, and if we look to places like Indonesia, that's warm there, and they're seeing such a rise in their daily number of deaths because of the coronavirus. So it's still a big problem even in those warmer environments and it just took a while for it to get there and get a foothold so i think that that's something that we have to consider it might just because it spreads so easily it might just that that's really what is the concerning part how do you stop transmission because once it's in and then it starts spreading so quickly that's the that's the issue 
You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Is there any reason to believe that, I mean, we've we've had the alpha, as you say, the original one, we're now to Delta, and I, I don't even know if, the, if there are ones after that yet that we just don't necessarily hear about, but is there any reason to believe that it will not continue to morph and turn into different things so that in six months we may be hearing about the Omega version or the whatever? There, there actually is all kinds of other versions out there, but they're just, uh, they're being tracked. And because viruses mutate all the time, we can't stop that. That's, as long as they're replicating, they're changing. So there are lots of them. But only the ones that are really pathogenic, meaning they spread more easily, they kind of outcompete everyone else because they can spread more easily, get to more people, so they dominate. And for, so far, Delta has been that big one for us. And and yes, there's going to continue to be evolution, but usually a lot of that evolution doesn't make enough of a difference that can impact us. So our current, uh, our current immunity should be good for us. But again, it all depends on that global rate. As long as we can keep global levels down, we slow viral replication, which means we slow viral evolution. So only the big ones, like in hurricanes, only the big ones get a name that we that we ever hear about. We all get names, but we only hear about the ones that are really bad. Let's go to the, the, the thing that I think has been driving a lot of people a little bit crazy because, well, not everybody, but certainly this has been a topic of great discussion, and that is people are getting their vaccines, and yet we're hearing stories from around the world, around North America, around the world, about people who have had their vaccines still getting the virus, still getting sick, and people are saying, well, then is the virus, is the vaccine not working? What's wrong with it? What's going on? Why are people who have had the vaccine still getting it? So there's two parts to this. The first is the uh, people, it's timing, and then it's also severity of disease. So let's start with timing. Your immune system, whether you get COVID and recover from it, or you get the vaccine and get protection, Either way, your immune system needs time to work. So you have to have a certain amount of time to develop mature immunity. So for folks that were vaccinated, if they were partially vaccinated and they can get sick because they don't have mature immunity yet, if they got their second dose and they didn't wait a minimum of two weeks after their second dose, they're not giving their immune system enough time to develop its mature immunity. And this is just how the immune system works. It doesn't matter what it is that's what disease, that is just how it works. It needs that time. So if you got vaccinated and then you're exposed like three days later, yeah, you're, you don't really have that level of protection to help guard you against the infection. So that's where we can see some of the first breakthrough. It's just totally based on you didn't wait long enough. The second one is uh, the severity of disease. So the vaccine in the clinical trials, and a lot of people get this mixed up, in a clinical trial, you look for the vaccine to do a few things. Does it completely prevent you from getting sick? And the second one is, do you get sick, but how sick do you get? The idea is that it, you don't get as sick where you need to go to the hospital. So those are the two levels. And, and that's why vaccines have two efficiency numbers attached to them. How great are they at preventing infection altogether? And how great are they at preventing severe disease? So... These vaccines were great at preventing infection and severe disease with alpha, but when it came to Delta, it was just different enough that now it's better at preventing severe disease, so you can still get sick, 
you just don't get as sick. So that's what we're seeing, these climbing in case numbers with people who are vaccinated. They're getting sick, but not as sick where they need the ICU. And that means it's still working, and that's great, because we don't want the ICU filled at all. You mentioned about letting your immune system get up to speed and do what it needs to do. This is this is another question that has been out there for a long time, and I don't know that we've ever had an answer. I don't know if there is an answer yet. Do we have any evidence yet that if you've had COVID, even before you had vaccines, that that builds up a tolerance in your naturally, a natural occurring tolerance in your, in your immune system that would prevent you from getting it again? Actually, there have been some studies that looked at this from around the world, including Europe, and that clinical data has shown that for folks that have survived COVID infection, they do have antibodies. But for people who are vaccinated, they often have better antibodies, more antibodies. But then here's what's wild. If you caught COVID and then you still get vaccinated, you're doing even better than everyone else. You have even more antibodies. So, in fact, if you already had COVID, if you get vaccinated, you're going to have even more protective immunity, which is just wonderful. For So, you you know, that that's great. So it, it all helps. It all helps the immune system develop its memory. And memory is what it needs to give you lifelong protection. So Dr. Omar Khan's message then is go get COVID and then get your needle and you'll be better off. My message is get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> Just get vaccinated. No matter who you are, it does help. It'll help you prevent spread and it protects you. Yes, we, we will not pull that clip so that people Thank don't you. understand that it was meant to be a joke. Um, so... We now know, as I say, we've got the we, people who have been vaccinated, they can still get it. We've got the Delta variant that's causing problems now that maybe the vaccine isn't preventing fully, although it may be keeping it from being that bad. But And you've said that we're continually going to be having variants and morphing of things because it's in all kinds of people. This sounds like this could be going on for ages and that we could, you know, you said we may need to go back and get a second round of vaccines for the new variants, but that could we not then have to do that every year for the next five years because of new variants that we constantly have to go and get new vaccines? I think as long as we get the, clo- the global case count down, we will slow viral evolution down enough that we won't have to update our vaccines anymore. And that's really what it comes down to. Stabilizing globally so we can expect stability here at home locally. That's the only way this will we'll get through this. We have to take a global outlook. We need to get more places vaccinated to stop viral evolution. Uh, just one more thing before we run, and that is that we have this suggestion that if you get Delta after vaccine, that you will have lower level of sickness, your symptoms won't be as bad. But do we know, or are we guaranteed to know that if there was another variant, that that same thing would exist? Or do we, every time one of these variants happens, do we venture into the unknown? Unfortunately, you're venturing into the unknown because the mutations are random. So we don't quite know what they will what they will be and how they will change in terms of will our antibodies be able to target them, those viruses, and, and clear them. And that's why, once again, if you slow viral evolution down, then they're not changing, and then your current vaccine just keeps working. And that's really the argument for taking a global perspective. Dr. Omar Khan from the University of Toronto uh, Institute of Biomedical Engineering and Department of Immunology. Really appreciate the time. Thanks for doing this on a Friday long weekend. Thank you. All good. Thanks, Scott. Take care, everybody. Let's, Let's take a break here on the Scott Thompson Show. Back after this. Stay with us. 
The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.